welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Today is the end of the month Thanksgiving service. And it's our covenant day of restoration. But I have a good news for you this morning. I don't know whatever you must have lost. God is here this morning to restore it back to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When you look at the book of Joel chapter 2. Verse 25. And the scripture says, And I will restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten. The cacao worm. And the caterpillar. And the palmer worm. My great army which I sent among you. My great army which I sent among you. Ungodliness can attract all those devastation. But God is telling you and I this morning. Since you have made the choice to return. He said I will restore. I will restore unto you. And when God restores, He does not restore the same quantity, the same at the same quality. It's always of the higher quality. It's minimum double. When you look at the life of Job, for example, the scripture records, he said even his children, they were more beautiful than the one he lost. His substance, they were double. That's what God is said to do for you and I In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the course of the month of September. We started a series in our Sunday services. Understanding the cause and cure of ungodliness. Understanding the cause and cure of ungodliness. Understanding the cost and cure of ungodliness. Everything you value, you are willing to place a high value on it. What is different between diamond and other stone, for example? Is the value you place on it. We have all manner of brand of cars. You have Ferrari. You have Lamborghini. You have Rolls Royce. What is the difference between Honda? Toyota and Ferrari. It's the value you place on it. And the value you are willing to pay. And the price you are willing to pay. That is what godliness is all about. It's costly. But are you willing to pay the price? 
Is it of value to you? Is godliness of any value to you? There is it of value to you? What are you ready to pay for it? Unfortunately, we belong to a generation that lot is of value. But they are not ready to pay. They are not ready to pay because that is why when they say, okay, you want to buy a Honda car, for example, you will negotiate and negotiate and negotiate. Yes, you like it. You like that Toyota. You like that you want a cheaper one. You will negotiate and negotiate. That, that is why you look at celebrities. Where the shop is different from where commoners shop. Where they buy their things is different from where other person buy their things. They don't price. They don't negotiate. Just name your price. Because they have placed value on it. And they are willing and ready to pay. And they pay for it. Now you you can see somebody pay for a car of $30 million. You you see them at certain level pay for 3.5 million US dollar car. It plied the same road. What is the difference? The value placed on it. The value you place on it. What is value you place on godliness? Godliness is costly. Godliness is also costly. But the difference is godliness is by choice. The cost of godliness is by choice. The cost of ungodliness is by force. You don't have choice. It's cause and effect. For example, if you are indulging in stealing from your office, the day you are caught, you know the result. So the repercussion is by force. It's not by choice. For example, again, if you are fornicating, STD disease, you can catch STD disease. And when you are caught by that, you can be viral, you can catch viral infections, so to say. Like HIV, for example. You know, you know the cost. It's, it's very costly. And it's by force. It's not by your own choice. So, godliness is costly. What is the value you are ready to pay on it? But we must understand that one of the wages of ungodliness is that it blocks our access to supernatural breakthrough. 
There's no anybody here that does not require supernatural breakthrough. But when you get to a point that you are not having it, the wise thing to do is to check yourself. So ungodliness blocks supernatural breakthrough. What again is the cause of ungodliness? Ungodliness destroys destiny. In the book of Proverbs 16:18, he said, "Pride goes before destruction, and haughty spirit before a fall." Pride goes before destruction. Nothing destroys destiny like pride. When you get to a point that you are not teachable. Where you come to a point where you become the Lord of Lords. We saw an example in Nebuchadnezzar. We saw another example in Herod. When he thought that he has got so much blessing, and he thought it's by his power that he was able to get it. Just like in the second service, Prof said that uh, even if he's the one that has done it, he should have used we. But he used I. Because of pride. And God has, maybe God even has an intention for him. So give him other kingdom. But because of pride, he became a goat inside the bush. Your destiny will not be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. What is the cause of ungodliness? It engenders on Ungodliness engenders on time Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10 to 11. He said, I, the Lord, sight the heart. I tried the race. Even to give every man according to his ways. To give every man according to his ways. To give every man according to his ways. So God sees your ways. Men may not see your ways. But he sees your ways. He sees your heart. And not Cut off justly like ungodliness. Nothing brings about on timely day like ungodliness. What is the cause of ungodliness number four? It blocks access to eternity. Godliness profit both on earth and in heaven. Do you want to see God? Do you want to spend eternity with Jesus Christ? Godliness is the access. If you are not ready to pay the price for godliness, then you should be ready to pay the price for godliness. And the price is hellfire. No one here will go to hellfire in the name of Jesus Christ. And the good news is that there is a way to overcome all this. How do I overcome the forces of 
Number one, we must engage forging and prevent ourselves. We must engage forging and purifying ourselves. Godliness is not a gift. It's a choice you need to make. You need to consciously purge yourself from every ungodliness. It's not easy where you start. For example, in my university days, for example, I meet a bodybuilding. The cause of bodybuilding you may admire any young man's body but because of building it it requires a lot of discipline it requires some special diet it's the principle in the spirit because of godliness purify yourself is not easy but it's a choice that want it don't smoke, for example. Don't womanize, for example. It looks pleasurable. Very pleasurable. But when you are able to discipline yourself, it will not only profit you on earth, yeah. it will also profit you in heaven. So let's endeavor to purge ourselves. Number two, how to overcome the forces of a godliness. We must strive to cast off every unwanted habit by engaging the blood of Jesus in warfare. For example, when I got born again, one of my major weakness was anger. I had a short fuse, very temperamental. I went to God in praying and fasting. I said, Lord, help me with the spirit of anger. Deliver me from the spirit of anger. So it's a conscious effort. And thus far has the Lord helped me. Thus far has he helped me. So he can also help you in that your weakness. Stop explaining your weakness away. I said that it is a war that must be fought. I said if ever is your focus. I said what you call weakness, backbiting, anger, malice. I said that it is a sea. fight it. Fight it in the name of Jesus. And I see the Lord delivering you and I in the name of Jesus Christ. And lastly, how do we overcome the forces of our godliness? We must strive to mortify the deed of the flesh. Through the spirit, we must strive to mortify the deed of the flesh. Through the spirit, Romans 8, 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if you through the spirit, do mortify the deed of the body, ye shall live. Put your body under subjection. That is why to pray and fast as Christians is good.
food. It helps to modify your body. When you know you are praying and fasting, for example, there are things that your flesh will be craving for. You will run away from it. Because something will be telling you, if I do this, I'll I've done wrong. I see God helping us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We'll leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you next time. time.